This is a HeadGum Podcast. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with BiteClear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. BiteClear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at That's Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. The doctor was the mother. He stood on a block of ice. No shit. Oh, Sherlock, it's Hey Riddle Riddle. I'm Adel Rafai. I'm JPC. And I'm Aaron Keefe. And boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. Bob, we had a baby, it's a boy. <laughs> we had a baby, it's a boy, oh boy. Uh, JPC, what's another name for uh, a scrotum? I really hate when you do this. Mailbag! <laughs> It's time for a mailbag episode. It's time for a mailbag episode, yes. I'm going to be light in this one. Yeah, I think I might be light. I think I might be light in this one as well. Uh, I'm going to catch up on some emails. um, It is time for another uh, uh, mailbag episode, but uh, we are not uh, just alone for this uh, mailbag episode. We have a very special guest in the studio. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, welcome uh, Brooke Bright. Hello. Uh, (laughs) She's at the bottom of a ravine. We (laughs) threw down a rope. We hope she'll climb up it. (laughs) <laughs> now she's put a pie on her face and uh, peaked. trying to win back her kids. <laughs> uh, you may know uh, Brooke from uh, uh, Magic Tavern, uh, where she plays Flower. Am I correct in this? I don't know why I'm giving your Magic Tavern the credits. <laughs> no, it's fine, and I hope it's not disconcerting that this is my real voice. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's always fun when they find out what you sound like or look like. Yeah, Most that's people true. are disappointed. I've had so many people come up to me, Magic Tavern fans, who are like flowers like uh and they'll describe you and it's like the exact opposite like it's just mm-hmm. it's very funny to hear them describe i it. love it um so you do you do flower f-l-o-u-r on magic tavern give us a little taste of that what's the like flowerisms oh wait you like things that flower would say yeah just like like uh opens the door and what do you say opens the door and is like what's up motherfucker oh, yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> and then you also do uh you do a show with us called world news tonight i do give us a little taste of what that is mm, i'm walking on as a character <laughs> that's a, usually when she does that's that. a pretty good impression of brick doing world <laughs> news tonight. usually an old lady <laughs> Brick also does do an old lady character that sounds a lot like Bill Cosby, <laughs> which is not cool anymore. <laughs> but at the time. Uh, and the thing is, is I'm not intending to do a Bill Cosby voice. It just is. Well, yeah, but Bill Cosby has always sounded like an old lady. Yeah. It's, yeah. 
is covered in <laughs> yep, that's your only. strong character work and just making sure everybody's We'll use a voice modu- modulator on that. Yeah. Please don't. <laughs> uh, Brooke, anything else you want to plug? Because this has been... We're, wrap, we're wrapping uh, up here. We're wrapping God, up. Wrapping up. It's, it's been episode. so much fun. Thank you. I'm hugging everybody. Um, <laughs> you know. Bye-bye. Aaron, you were light this episode. Yeah. <laughs> I actually left. I ran some errands. Uh, so for the mailbag episodes, what we do is, of course, we read the emails you sent. And yeah, that's all about me <laughs> it's all about brooke uh because you can um, write write your own riddles or send in uh riddles that you enjoy um and we have oh god so many uh, and yeah we we have a ton We're of way behind a ton of uh people send us emails uh sometimes people uh, like send us emails months ago for riddles that we've already done on the show um but please keep sending us riddles you can always send us riddles to hrrpodcast at gmail.com uh, um also some people have sent us some uh personal notes about what we could do differently please send those to do not send those emails <laughs> at gmail.com although gbc when we uh, like a couple hours ago before we started uh talking about podcast stuff what did you say some of the emails said about what did you notice a reoccurring theme do you want me to throw more gas on this fire (laughs) i will say that uh, like uh, in episode what was that like two three or four like aaron had talked about a uti and a disconcerting amount of people (laughs) emailed us mentioning her uti and i will say I went through it. It's kind of like an equal mix men and women, which seems weird. <laughs> there was one couple that was like, me and my boyfriend have to know about the UCI. And I was like, you don't. You Wait, just it's know. it's just people seeking more information. It's not like helpful. Like A lot hmm. of people don't have healthcare, so they'll email us a podcast to see what they should do. What well, you're doing is I irresponsible. Think, <laughs> I, think that, I think that a lot of people felt like the UTI thread was like left dangling right. at the end. Uh, they often are. Can I ask a dumb question? Because I'm sure the answer is yes. Yes. Did anybody email in about that same episode where I made that UTI joke where I said um, somebody approached a rapper um, that was two chains and said UTI? Did anybody email? Uh, Can let you me see. No one. Di- Wait a second. This is an email mm-hmm. from the rapper T.I. Oh, yes, uh, yes, 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 yes. And yes. he says, my music's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> That's not T.I. No, That's what I say every time I meet a calculator. <laughs> you, you text these instruments? <laughs> you, you, uh, you graphing? But if you do have if you do have um, uh, riddles that you want to submit, please keep submitting them to the show. Uh, we will. I'm sure we'll do this podcast for a thousand years, so we'll get to all of these eventually. Uh, but also, people have been sending in you know very nice uh, uh, things about the show, or um, uh, like positive messages, or little stories about like times that they've been listening. Uh, please send those in. And if you want to send those as separate emails than the riddle ones, we really appreciate it because then we can like answer them and respond to them. But if it has a riddle in it, we can't even like look at it because it's like oh, it's a riddle that we have to save for the show. And we don't want to read these ahead of time, so we want them to be as like fresh as possible. Uh, oh, I also say that fresh, hello fresh, hello. which takes us to our first spot. <laughs> no, well, maybe who knows? <laughs> uh, they could be back. Uh, I, I also think it's cool that um, a lot of people have come up with very creative ways for. Um, giving us the answers to the riddle in the email. Like some people attach the answers as a PDF. So you have to like open that separately. Some people mail us a codex and we have to solve that. One like guy. Dan Brown's uh, uh-huh. Da Vinci Code. One guy kidnapped my daughter for a couple days. <laughs> but of course you had a particular set of skills that Any, make uh, people and- like you a nightmare for those people. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, I have a pretty serious set of skills to make me a nightmare. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Number one, lack of social awareness. (laughs) Loud voice, close quarters, uh, annoying on podcasts, over-talking. Balmy hands. (laughs) So for this episode, JPC will be old male puzzles. Old male puzzles. Jesus Christ. 
Yes, I'll be old male puzzles. Uh, I have selected some of uh, the uh, uh, listener um, uh, submitted riddles uh, for this week, and I'll be walking them through it. So that Brooke will will um, I know some of these and I don't know some of these. So I'll ask them. I'll tell you which ones I don't know ahead of time, and then we'll try to suss them out. Uh, there's not really warm up riddles for this because some people like submitted more warm up riddles, but I just selected kind of like an equal mix. I feel warm. Great. I feel warm as well, and I hope our audience feels warm, too. Before we start, really quick, I know I keep delaying it, but Brooke, do you have any thoughts about riddles like or puzzles? Oh, or yeah, that's a great stuff? call. Where do you stand on? I love them. It doesn't mean that I'm good at them, but I do love them. And I used to, um, on car trips, when I um, was in a touring company with Second City, we had a, a box of a game, an old board game called Crack the Code, mm. and we would uh, play Crack the Code all the time. This was pre-smartphones. What What is Crack so the Code? Is true. You were on tour in 1984. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I am two million years old. Do you remember? Were those? Was Crack the Code like oh, Crack that, the Case? Crack the Case was yeah. that like the? Because I think I've heard of this or seen this where it's like old uh, court cases that actually happened where you have to solve what the outcome was. Maybe, but mostly they were really convoluted weird riddles that were infuriating i feel like i've seen it with a gavel in the front but i think it's all like actual court cases that were like bonkers yeah i don't remember this was handed down to Salt Lake, so it's like it was probably in a ziploc bag like a like a jumanji of sorts like a good game Mm -hmm. is yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. like a good game is jumanji Jumanji. of sorts uh (laughs) (laughs) oh jumanji uh, you're gonna fit in well okay uh okay cool so yeah so these are some uh listeners submitted uh this one is from eric berlin and the title of the email is the jester and the princess cool Mm -hmm. Uh, this is a little bit of a story riddle so i'm gonna read for a minute do the voices dad (laughs) Uh, I'll do your voices when your mom comes back. Oh, boy. Uh, <laughs> she's in the army, and she's protecting our freedoms. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, happy ending. <laughs> do all the riddles have backstories? Yes. <laughs> Great. The jester and princess fell in love, and the king was not happy about it. The king decided to give the jester a test. A tester, if you will. Uh, if the jester, that's not Eric's <laughs> joke, that's mine. Eric, don't get credit for that. Uh, if the jester <laughs> passed, uh, the king would give the couple his blessing. The jester was led down a hallway in the castle to a bare room with a lamp in the middle of the floor. The lamp contained a single light bulb, which was off. The jester was allowed to look at the room for a few moments, and then he was led out again. The door to the room was closed, and an angry-looking guard was stationed in front of it. There was, of course, no way to see the lamp through the closed door. The king then led the jester down the hall to a panel with three simple light switches, all in the off position. One of these switches turns on the lamp in that room. The other two switches do nothing. If you can tell me which switch turns on the lamp, I will give my blessing to you and my daughter. You can play with the switches for as long as you wish. You can also go back into the room with That's the lamp. That's what I tell my nieces over the holiday. Oh. <laughs> you got a Nintendo Switch. You play with that switch as long as you want. Yeah, that's very fun of Couldn't you. Couldn't sit on that gold, sorry. Uh, I hope it ruins the riddle. Uh I will give my blessing to you and my daughter. You can play with the switches for as long as you wish. You can also go back into the room with the lamp. But once you do, you can no longer touch the switches. And if you try, that angry guard will kill you. If you can tell me with the absolute assurance which of these three switches controls the lamp in that room, I will let you marry my daughter. The jester was a clever fellow, so he's not an adult JPC Aaron or Brooke type, uh, and was able to do this. Well, for sure, but I included me second. Uh, (laughs) The jester was a a clever fellow and able to do this. Can you? Here's my number one qualm. And I don't know the answer to this one, I'll say. 
Here's my number one qualm with this riddle. Okay. We have a king, a princess, and a jester. Yes. When we talk about jesters, we're talking like 1,200 to 1,700 pounds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pretty big, big guys. Pretty right? big guy. Yeah, big guy. <laughs> That's why they're funny. Yeah. Right? Funny guy, big guy. Farley. <laughs> Belushi. Uh, why would a king, a princess, and a jester have electricity in their castle? Oh. Is that so, part of the riddle? Is like, this is like a medieval times or something? This is, well, he, uh, Eric does go on to clarify that this is taking place in a medieval times. <laughs> no. Perfect. Then, yeah. yeah. One drumstick, one Pepsi. <laughs> All right. So, what happens when you turn on a light? So like, there's three. Like so there's three switches, and one of them turns the light on. Yeah, I, but what I are assume. like some consequences or like other things that happen when you turn on a light? People's pupils change. Uh, sometimes it makes a noise. Sometimes there's static. A guard goes, "My light's on." <laughs> <laughs> That's what it is. The guard's his dad, and he's going to help him out and scream, "It's on!" The guard is the mother. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I don't know what happens when you turn on a light. Yeah, I guess I guess the the, the it seems like the room is like sealed, um, very much so. It's a bear room. Ah, uh, and, and it the is bears spelled eaten for how long, how long have it, has it been since they've eaten? Uh, bear just ate each other out. Oh, it's a lighthouse. Uh, <laughs> they might be giants. He's let out a polar bear. <laughs> Containing a, uh, a, a single light bulb, which was off. The jester was allowed to look at the room for a few moments, then was let out again. The door to the room was closed. Yeah. So wait, he can play with the switches. Can he go back into the room? One time. And but he after he does, yeah. he can't touch the switches anymore. I got it. But he still, all he has to do is say, this is the right switch. I got it. Oh, wait. He turns all the switches on. Oh, if he has to point to the right switch after. Can he go back and forth into Which the room? Which of those three time? switches controls the lamp in that room? I think I got it. So if you turn on two of the switches and leave one off and then go in the room and the light is off, you know which switch it is. But if you turn on two and go in the room and the light is on, then it's one of those two switches, right? My thought was he can only go back into the room once or many times. Oh, I know. Oh. Well, that's what, yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's the heat of the lamp. That you leave the you leave the switch on for like five minutes, turn it off, go back in, and and feel for heat. But so, but that's but only then he one. Can't do anymore. Like he can't move the switches after he goes in. So he turns one light switch on, and that's it. There are <laughs> clues. There are some hits. Let's hear some. Do we want to hear some of these clues? I, I, I like the idea of heat uh, on the on the. I want to hear clues if you'll do them in a Tim Curry voice. And Tim Curry, he sounds like soup. <laughs> he sounds like soup? Uh-huh. Yes. Oh, well, maybe he does one at a time. So if he goes, <coughs> all right, I'm going to turn this switch on, and then I'm going to wait a little bit, and then the next switch, and then wait a little bit, and then the third, and then go quickly. So if it's really hot, it's the third switch. If it's sort of hot, it's the middle switch. And if it's co- kind of cold, it's the first one. That's how I decided which of JPC's brothers to date. <laughs> <laughs> Only two brothers. Was I in the running? <laughs> I didn't make it. No. You weren't hot enough. Oh boy, oh boy. Yeah, I'm not the hottest of my brothers. I say that sarcastically. There's, some, there's something with him being able to examine the room. So he can examine the room as long as he wants. Are there wires that like he can follow? It's a bear room, so there's only bear wires, uh, uh, a.k.a. veins. Um, clues. Did the jester simply guess and get lucky? Yes. 
<laughs> what? No, no. <laughs> it's no. But that would be the best clue. It's like, is this a guess? Yes. Uh, did the jester poison or otherwise subdue the guards that he could get into the room more than once? No. The jester played by the rules set out by the king. Could the jester see the light from the lamp through the cracks in the door or something like that? No. So none of those were avenues that we were exploring. So I would say that those clues are not helpful to us. Yeah, we're with this, that bullshit. So the, the other thing is that all the three are in the off position right now. So if you turn uh, the one to the right on and then turn the one in the middle off. Now one of them is in the on position and two are off. If you turn one on for five minutes, then turn it off, then turn on three. If the bulb is off but hot, it was one. If the bulb is on, it's three. If it's not hot or on, it's two. I think that's correct, right? Right? Yeah, I think something like that. But I also think that there's an order. If you turn one on and the other two are off, then... like Oh, shit. Yeah. I got it. Oh, do you? He's an X-Man. No. Hold on. This guy must be an X Man. Yeah, which X Man would he be that would solve to it? Everyone, every time, Adol. Nightcrawler's powers allow him to transport himself from inside a room to outside a room. There is the smell of sulfur, so the guards will know. I am the bulb finder. This originally, this made me think of you know that thing that logic problem with like the wolf and the chicken and going across the lake, like. It feels like that kind of riddle. Oh, yeah, where it's like uh, you have to eat a chicken to cross the road. It's, there's a farmer with a chicken, a wolf, and a bag of grain. Marry, fuck, kill. Grain. Fuck the grain. Fuck the grain. <laughs> <laughs> fuck the grain away. No, fuck marry the grain the away. Marry the grain. Marry the grain. <laughs> marry the grain. Marry the grain. Whip. Which? Which? Your grain whipped. I want to see a scene. Um, <laughs> tell you that you're wrong but you are wrong i want to see a scene um where jpc is playing uh <laughs> professor x um, good your x-men brooke, thing brooke made a brooke made a great uh, aside that the 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 mutant would be called the bulb changer the bulb finder the bulb finder yeah so we're gonna have professor x and the bulb finder uh and aaron you're also gonna play a mutant with whatever uh, terrible power cool. and it's the two of you clearly uh like <laughs> like F list uh, mutants. <laughs> Haven't I fucking played Professor X on this show before? Yeah. That's why we're okay, going back okay, to that well because okay, cool. you, you do it. I did such a good job. So good. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So um, clearly they're not going to get in, but they have to plead their case and, and speak to their abilities. We take you to the uh, McMansion. What's it called? Professor uh, Xavier School House. for the Gifted. Yes, that's what it is. <laughs> okay. okay. Well, we only have one spot left at the school. Yeah, you're gonna need me. Hey, listen, listen, uh, you got bulbs you need found? You looking to replace a bulb in the lamp situation? Uh, or you planted tulips uh, for the spring? I'm your goddamn guy. We don't have any gardening and all of our bulbs are the 40 year, uh, like you know, no filament, you know, they're permanent bulbs. So uh, here in the house, uh, we wouldn't uh, necessarily need to make use, but you also don't have to work while you're here. That's okay. <laughs> So I can come in. <laughs> well, well, now it's, we only have one spot. And, uh, uh, hi, hello. Yes, hello. Hi, do you need me? Well, okay, I'm, I'm also a knob finder. <laughs> and got a straight, straight up grade A knob. All right. Yeah, you get bonus points for that. That's a sick bird. Thanks. My power is I can't control my voice. <laughs> and my voice does all sorts of fun things. That's my power. <laughs> this is your power? <laughs> I mean, can I just come inside? <laughs> uh, I mean, sorry to interrupt, <laughs> Professor X, but Mama said... <laughs> <laughs> Mama said... Uh, well, good, you did remember this. 
I need to find my playing cards. Uh, uh, yes. Uh, perhaps you've met uh, one of our uh, biggest star pupils here at the Professor Xavier School for the Gifted. This is Billy Bobby Boucher, <laughs> the water boy from the movie. <laughs> No, we haven't met yet. <laughs> well, I'm sorry, but you two can't get into the school because Bobby Boucher just took the last slot. Uh, his mama's very sick of making me a gator. That would have been really great to get to the school, but I understand. Well, I'm just going to go home. <laughs> uh, we cut to the voice-changing mutant um, facing off against Magneto. I've enclosed your body in pure metal. I can squeeze you like a vice, destroying every organ inside you. What do you have to say? Yeah, but before you do that, I'm going to drive you crazy with my changing voice. Stop. And you're going to let me go because my voice changes Stop so it. much. My voice changes Stop, so much. Stop, please. Is that an Ewok? <laughs> bulb changer, now's your opening. Go! Bulb, 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 One got in my eyes. Oh, Magneto is I'm dead. Blinded. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> what is the answer to this riddle? I think I'm ready. Um... Okay, so do we have like a final guess? We think it's. Oh. Uh, we, uh, we, I like my answer. I think it's heat based. Okay, we think it's heat based. Uh, I'm yep. still stuck on the fact of examining the room. There's something in the room. Okay, okay, you ready? Here it is. Uh, the jester turned on the first switch, waited a little while, and then turned it off again. God damn then he turned on the second that. switch and asked to be let into the room. If the light bulb was on, the second switch was the answer. If the light bulb was hot, the first switch was the answer. If neither, the third switch was the answer. Uh. That's what I said, but I said one, three, two. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we, I think that the, the we all overcomplicated it by doing all three bulbs, but it was it was what Aaron said too, which is like, it's 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 about heat. It's about the heat. Well, and one of them possibly being on. Yeah, exactly. But that essentially you're not clicking all three. You don't need the third one. Yeah, you yeah. just need the first two. Uh, and Eric says, all the best. I don't know what That's that right. is. It kind of seems oh, shitty all to say. The best. All okay, the best. All so the best. Of so the you best. think that we're not the best? Eric um, Roberts. <laughs> before we move on, yes. I want to see a scene between the three of you. Um, and it's that dinner after the jester has passed the test. It's a little bit awkward. <laughs> He's with the king and the princess. You can play whatever parts you well, like. <clears throat> Jester, I must congratulate you. I put you through a bit of a tester. That is a very good joke, my liege. I hope you two are enjoying yourselves. You've picked my husband based on a light bulb test. <laughs> like, gotta be honest, I was hoping there were some other qualities we were looking sweetie, for. Sweetie, sweetie, I picked him through a light bulb test because you're so He's bright. He's a jester. He's a fucking joke. But in three years, he could be a manager. Who knows? He could help manage the castle. God. I'm actually not interested in managing the castle. I just want to futz about on my loot and fiddle around <laughs> on my... Is that a euphemism? <laughs> he wants to futz and fiddle. I think you heard him right. I want to futz and fiddle and dance and jiggle. I I, I just want to jest and uh, occasionally I'll uh, have a warm bed and a hot meal with uh, the, the lovely future queen. I want you to promise me something. Promise you'll love my daughter and just her. <laughs> You want me to ingest her? No, I was making a joke. I but mean, about what? Funny king. Could you two get a room? <laughs> Maybe oh. the one with the light bulb in it, and then go fuck it. Now there's an idea. <laughs> or if you turn me on for five minutes and then feel for heat. Excuse me, I'm the angry guard, and I have something I'd like to say to you. To, okay. to me? I, not you, you dummy. To I the want, king? Yes, to the king. 
I want more responsibility. You have me guarding a stupid room that has just a light bulb in it. I'm good. I'm good at my job. I loved you from the day that I met you. Oh my God. Wow. Oh, God, I thought, oh? I'm just, I'm basically like a bag of grain in human form. Who would want to marry me? I love you so much. And I never thought he would pass the stupid light bulb test, but he did. It looked like they're starting to court. <laughs> I'm going to kill the gang. <laughs> Rebellion! <laughs> uh, awesome. Thank you, Eric, for sending that uh, Rizzy into Puddle Down. <laughs> What are you, oh. fucking Guy Fieri now? <laughs> yeah, why not? We just had some riddies in the funny town. And Guy Fieri on this episode. That's what we call uh, old male puzzles. We have to on. do. We have to promise our future selves we will do an episode episode called Puzzies, Riddies, and, and Dives. dives. Yeah. <laughs> I'd, I'd, guy. Sol- yeah, I'd solve that riddle in, uh, on the top of a Tuesday boat. <laughs> <laughs> the answer to that riddle, do donkey sauce. It's <laughs> off the chain. Uh, no, the answer is off the chain. You see, he undid the latch. Guy for putties. <laughs> Guy riddles. <laughs> okay, duh. Guy riddles. Um, cool. This one hey is... Hey, Fieri. Hey, Fieri. <laughs> uh, this one is from Gus Rachels, um, which is two first names, uh, and it is called Aliens and Hats. Mm. I'm That's into adorable. it. <laughs> um... Gus doesn't throw a big fan. Uh, they have a real stumper that I originally heard from my high school physics teacher way back when. I couldn't figure it out on my own. And only Sounds like he came to class unprepared. <laughs> <laughs> only a couple of people I've ever <laughs> given it to have been able to crack it. Oh, wow. So we're up against a... Uh, so close your eyes and focus up. Aaron, I think that's directed at you. Oh, okay. uh, Definitely not me because I have to read it. Okay. Sorry to interject so quick. Did you all have in high school... Because my teachers, everyone's my teachers, my teachers would come to class unprepared and like we'd watch like Glory or something. Yeah. Is that like a common? Oh, yeah. Movie day. Yeah. Yeah. Or anything like that. Like, no, I had a really good high school in my put me to work in Mm. my world history class. There was a copy of the movie Troy, which was like a two and a half hour movie. And every time we got a sub, we're like, we're supposed to watch Troy today. (laughs) It's in the desk. (laughs) Is that the Brad Pitt movie? (laughs) Yeah, it's bad. And they'd be like, you're supposed to watch Troy. It's like a 46 minute class. That's a two and a half hour movie. We're like, yeah, we're just starting it. And we watched the first half hour of Troy like so many times. Did you ever see the end of it? (laughs) I mean, I have seen the end of it, but no, we were just like, it's not a good movie either but we watched a bunch of Troy did you all yell you got Troy <laughs> <laughs> like yeah like I know he left you a lesson oh plan God. but like he said we're supposed to watch Troy we had a movie it's a Troy <laughs> uh, okay so uh, this is from Gus alright <clears throat> you and 99 strangers are kidnapped by aliens their plan with you is as follows they're going to bury you up to your necks in sand in bury a s- us Sorry, is it ri- kill, is kill it fuck written? Or bury? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is it written in Canadian? <laughs> All right, I don't know what that's about. <laughs> so, we had an interjection. Uh, they're going to bury you, ugh, plebs, uh, <laughs> up to your necks in sand in a single file line and place a skin tight white or black hat on everybody's head. There are not necessarily fifty white and fifty black hats. The ratio of the two is random. Uh, the person in the back of the line, person number 100, can see all 99 hats in front of them, but not the hat on their own head. The person in front of them, person 99, can see all the 98 hats in front of them, and so on until you get to person 1, who can't see anything. 
Um, they say jack shit, but I would never use that language. Uh, starting from the back, person 100, the aliens will ask each person what color they think the hat on their own head is. If they are right, they can go free. If they are wrong, they're shot and killed. The aliens give everyone 10 minutes to strategize before they're buried and the questioning begins. Uh, the question is, what strategy can you and the strangers devise to guarantee as many people's safety as possible, and how many people will this strategy save? I know it. Why are these Wait, single aliens file so angry? Single <laughs> this file is their, This is their pleasure. This is how they reproduce. Say, wait, so wait, they have to be buried? In a single in, file line. In sand. In sand. So you basically can't see. the Person number 100 can see everyone's hats in front of them and so on. Mm-hmm. But like person number 50 can't see anything behind them. Well, so strategy is pick your own hat. Uh, here's, here's some additional <laughs> notes. Some additional notes. The only words you are allowed to say when it's your turn are white. Welcome to Earth. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only words you're allowed to say is welcome to Earth. <laughs> Just punch my mic. I'm sorry. Uh, the only, it's you're allowed to when you get amped. <laughs> uh, yeah. The only words you're allowed to say when it's your turn are white or black. Nothing more. Uh, you cannot change your inflection or volume to communicate additional info. For the purpose of this riddle, the only things that can be communicated during the questioning are the word white and the word black in and of themselves. Uh, so the last person sacrifices themselves. I think so. And then just says the color of hat that's in front of them. I think each person oh. helps out the person in front of them. The guy in the back Dies. just takes one for the team. Yeah. No, because then what? you have to say yours. Hmm? Uh. So, yeah. So if you say... Oh, because then they know it's the opposite. So if, I, if I'm behind you and you have a white hat, I'm going to start off the chain of giving you the correct answer, and then I have a 50-50 chance of living. So if you have a white hat, I would say white, and if mine's black, I get shot and killed. But then you know yours is white. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit, but then you can't you say, say the person in front of you because you have to say yours. Oh, no. Well, that theory is So shot. No, 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 no. It's fine because, oh, wait. So, because you could talk. You have 10 minutes to talk to everybody to agree upon it. Because if you say the person in front of you, you, the person behind you might have said a different color, so then you go against that. So, that po- so wait, that what order that. are they being asked? The back of the line first, the person that can see the most people. Come and, to and the back of the, the line. volume of which no, they No, 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 only white and black. That's all you can say. You can only communicate white or black. But you can, can, can you say change the volume in no, which you say it? No, you cannot. You cannot communicate in any other way except the words white or black. For like a fun rap song, you think, can we say it's black and yellow, black and yellow? Uh, yeah, but it has to be a fun rap song. Never mind. <laughs> yeah. Stick to black and white. <laughs> Which is already a song. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, R.I.P. So if I, if the person in front of me has a white hat on and I say white and I don't die, but then the person in front of them has a black hat on, they have to say white so that they don't get shot, right? Mm. Yeah, you, would ha- you, you, you can't just do that. You can't just communicate up the line like that. Unless every other person does that. If yeah. every other person tells, then it's like oh, a yeah. 50% survival rate if every other person tells the person in front of them. But that. I think also if you just randomly guess, that's a 50% survival rate. Um, yeah, not but it's 100% for the person that you're telling <laughs> that the color they're that, that is true. That is true. It's like <laughs> half, half of you, you can save half of them, but every the odd uh, the even person would die. I think, would you, take just, a 50, I think you take a guess and you live or die and you you roll the dice and we all move forward and let's move on from this riddle. Or if you, or if you, you said you can't change your inflection. Yeah. Oh, okay. That Are was going to be mine. make hats? <laughs> Is that you look at the aliens and you're like, blur. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> you can't change your inflection? No. If it's me, I would I would ruin this for everyone because they would come to me and I would start to say white. I would say, well, my wife. My and wife. It's bam. <laughs> um, yeah, so I guess we can save half of the people with that strategy. But that strategy saves half. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm, yeah, they say... They say you're, you're, you're basically trying to save as many people as possible. The goal here is not to save yourself. It is to save as many people as possible. So with the strategy of that, you're at least saving 50% and possibly more if you are also correctly guessing yours. So if, you, if you're communicating the person in front of you, every other person does that, then yeah. at, at least 50%, maybe more if you're accidentally guessing. What if you take a look and like the majority color is what you say? So if, if it's a, if it's like 60 black and 40 white or 39 mm-hmm. white, you say black. What if and it's 50-50 as, though? As it changes, then you, you skew your, your word. Does that make sense? Okay, yeah. So then you, you're giving better odds to everyone. So versus being 50-50, it becomes, you know. I don't 60, understand 40. what's being communicated. So it's like if I'm in the very back, I'm person 100, and there's yeah. 99 people in front of me. I count how many there are of each, and if there's a majority of one color, I say that color, and each person does that just to give better odds. Gotcha. Until you yeah. get to a point where that's no longer true, and it might be the other color because you've done, yes. That I, feels too complicated. But it's better. Are, is the goal of this to save everyone? No. It, save as many, many. people so as many people let's see. as possible. The goal is... Oh, um, then you'd call Bulb Changer, Bulb Finder. What strategy can you and the strangers <laughs> devise bolts, bolts, to bolts. guarantee as many people's safety as possible and how many people will the strategy save? So it sounds like the best we can do is like either half with that method or potentially you could save maybe 60%. Well, it said it's not 50-50, right? It's, it's not necessarily 50 Yeah, so But with, it could be. With that method, it could be 50-50. Yeah. I feel like that's the best strategy. Yeah. Given the circumstances. I think that what's happening here is cruel. Uh, <laughs> but are we ready? There's no clues or anything. So we want to just go right straight to the answer. Yeah. This is I, tough. This I is a stumper. I think the person in the very back, I think there's two options. And I think the person in the very back assesses the situation with his intel or her. In, is it just? It just it's her. So you did fuck up. <laughs> it's a lady in the back. Um, <laughs> so she assesses the situation with her intel. I'm sorry. It's him. He assesses the situation. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> they assess the situation. There you go. Uh, and then by saying black, I think that kicks off one chain of events. And by saying, so I think they have two, you know what I'm saying, contingency plans. Oh, okay. And black or white, because the person in the back ha- is fucked. Yeah. Right? They're, they, they they're 50 50. They don't know. Sure. And yeah. All day. So I think they set up, they, their choice of word sets off one of the plans based on what they can see in front of them. Okay. And okay, I'm ready. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm sticking I'm with gonna, mine. I'm going to read it to you. I don't. I did not read this one ahead of time. Um, the most common strategy people come up with is person 100 to say the color of the hat in front of them, thereby saving person 99 but risking their own life. It then resets at person 98 and so on, so they can guarantee the safety of 50 people. But there is a better strategy, <gasps> but they didn't list it. No, I'm kidding. They I was going to be so mad. <laughs> Just like, like Pearl Jam, common one. can't find a better way. <laughs> can't find a better one. Okay. Before you are buried or buried, you assign the word black to mean odd and the word white to mean even. Uh, this code will only apply to what person 100 says. After you're buried, it's 
uh, and when it's time for person 100 to, to kick off the questioning, they will count all the white hats in front of them. If it's an odd number, they say black. If it's an even number, they say white. Uh, they may or may not survive because no one can see their hat, but now everyone ahead of them knows whether they saw an odd or even number of white hats. So let's say person 100 sees 45 white hats and says black, which is odd. Then it's person 99's turn. If they also count 45 white hats, an odd number, they know that their hat must be black. But if they only count 44, an even number, they know their hat has to be white. This is some beautiful mind shit. It really is. Every time someone after person 100 declares that their hat as white, everyone in front of them knows whether to check for an odd or even number ahead of them. This strategy, when executed properly, no pun intended, that's dark, uh, will guarantee the oh, safety executed of the 99 pun. people. Okay. Do the aliens execute them properly? I thought it properly? was properly, and I was like, well, I don't understand. I get it now. Uh, yeah. that's that's It's carrot top uh, just, in the back, so. That's very prop- interesting. Properly? That's properly. <laughs> Who decides if you're at the back of the line? Uh, Adam Sandler says, come to the back of the line. I made that joke earlier, and you stared daggers at me. Yeah, I loved it. <laughs> what does my face betray? What is my face saying to you right now? Uh, yeah, that's very that's a uh, that's very clever, uh, and um, I hope that your uh, high school physics teacher is rotting in hell. <laughs> oh, I don't hope that. Oh no, no, yes, we all agree that I hope that, and no one else does. Yeah, no physics sh- is not my favorite. No one shares my hopes. Okay, I want to see a scene where you three are all buried up to your neck. Uh, w- sorry, you're all buried up to your nooks <laughs> in Cerned. And there's aliens. Um, you joke, but the proper pronunciation is cerned. <laughs> <laughs> you freaking plebe. Like cerns and the urglers. Suger, <laughs> <laughs> the urglers <laughs> of urglers. <laughs> if if uh, Trace Wow, Matt someone went to Harvard. <laughs> or watches up Harvard. Another, so another Ivy Leaguer among us. Um, I want to see a cern where you three are buried up to your nooks and cerned. Mm-hmm. And... Um, the aliens are putting on uh, funny hats on your head, and you have to do something for them. We don't know what. Okay. Well, this day didn't turn out as I planned. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's the understatement of uh, the freaking century. <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry, Dale. Dale, you look... I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I can't I'm see myself. You. What do Dale, you mean I look... You, okay. Um, no, you look great. No, no, no. Dale, you look... Tish, don't lie to me. Do I look great or do I... (laughs) You always do this, Tish. Dale, you look great. You look great, and it's pissing me off how good you look in that goddamn... Quiet over there, quiet. Gun. Oh, my God, he's got gum. (laughs) Do you think he'll share? My mouth's a bit gamey. We would love some trident over here, okay? We're buried in sand. Hey, can I ask you guys a question? Be Mm -hmm. honest. You're pissing in the sand, right? I've been pissing the entire time I've been in this sand. Do you want me to lie or do you want me to be honest? Okay, I'm just trying to share a thing about myself. Are you pissing? Yes, I've been pissing in the sand. I've been pissing in the sand. And I can feel all of your piss on my feet. Yeah, actually, I can't even tell if I'm pissing in the sand because maybe it's just your piss in the sand. Quiet over here. Whoever pisses in the sand will get gum. We all did. We all want gum. He brought over a trident. I don't think these... Jesus. Jesus Christ. You were no, too literal. I don't think these... I think these aliens surprised us. I don't think they're necessarily smart. I think they're actually... They don't seem to understand the technology that they possess, and they're mystified by garment. Try it over here. Orbits is what your planet does around the sun. I'm more concerned of their hat fetish. Yeah. Yeah. The, 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 again, you look 
great, totally normal. Tish, not funny. I don't know why you don't wear more hats. <laughs> like in general, why don't you wear more hats? I didn't Dale? grow a mullet to hide it under <laughs> a hat. Mullets don't hide under hats. They <laughs> well, peek through. Well, the back peeks through, but I want people to know specifically that I'm business in the front. I understand. You could wear a visor. It's the least interesting part of the mullet. <laughs> With, business in the front. But it's the most critical part of it being a mullet. I said quiet. You get a bullet in the mullet. Oh, he just gave you a, a piece of spearmint <laughs> orbits. <laughs> yes, from my gum. Yeah, that's a gun. Hmm? Oh, boy. Okay, on the count of three, let's all Piss. start peeing in the Okay. And speaking of fists, let's take a quick pee break. <laughs> we'll be right back with more putties and riddies. Bulbs. And bulbs. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. <clears throat> Um, JPC. two words rhymes with, oh no, you're sick. Yes, it rhymes with, oh no, I'm sick. Uh, <laughs> you know what? You guys are never going to get it. I was trying to show you I need Claritin. Mm. Claritin. Oh, JPC, why don't you just hold up a box of Claritin? Oh, I have this box of Claritin right here. Mm. Camera goes ping, and I, and, I'm, and I smile and I kind of wink when I hold up my box of Claritin D. JPC, I know that you famously live with allergies. You're an mm. allergy sufferer. Famously. But you don't have to live like that. You can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Yeah, luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Guys, I know that you've been saying this live clear with Claritin D thing. It seems super natural, but you've been saying it a ton just to me, like in casual conversation. Live clear with Claritin D. Live Claritin clear with Claritin D. We all know it. I picked up my own Claritin D, and I think that everybody should use this product. I have allergies. I have the scratchy throat, the the itchy throat. There's nothing worse. There's a lot of things worse, but there's a there's nothing worse from a you know personal day to day level than that scratchy throat. Claritin D takes it all away. It's designed for serious allergy sufferers. Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better and podcast funnier. That's not part of their ad copy. I just want, <laughs> I want Claritin to know I added the podcast funnier. <laughs> the double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. It makes you pretty funny on a podcast. That they put in there. I don't know why they put that in there. That was... But don't take it from the three of us. Take it from Claire Teen, the the teenage Claire who loves Claritin. Claire? I have a teenage Claire, Claire that loves Claritin. Ready to live your life like you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your Woo. local pharmacy counter. Yeah. You don't even need a prescription. Woo-hoo. So go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. That's C-L-A-R-I-T-I-N.com right now. Use as directed. Yep. Live Claritin clear. JPZ, live Claritin clear. Live Claritin clear with Claritin, Claritin, Claritin D. Yes, live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Yes. <laughs> Wow, JPC, your aura is kind of, it's kind of like a gray. Oh, thank like you. Like a dark gray. Do you mind if I take a picture of your aura? Oh, ab- no. The, and honestly, I get stopped all the time asking if people could 
Wait, did you say take a picture of my Speeding aura? Speeding or? Yeah, take a picture of your aura because I want to put it in my aura digital frame, which is uh, my new favorite thing. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm on so many people's aura digital frames that I would be honored to have my aura on your aura. Oh, uh, my aura on your aura. Yeah, that sounds great. I got these aura frames. I gave one to my mom for Mother's Day. She absolutely freaking loves it. Mm-hmm. You just upload any pictures you have. Pops up into the frame immediately. If you like, I bought my mom a frame. I can upload pictures to her frame at any time. It's one of the best things I've ever purchased for my mom. Yeah, of course. I mean, they're Wi Fi connected digital picture frames and they allow you to share and display unlimited photos. And like I said, my aura photo, my gray, it's kind of like a storm cloud energy that I have. Uh, yeah, people I can, can actually see that. see that sometimes I like the top of my head is actually wet because of how powerful huh. my aura is. Uh, and people You're stop crying. me all the time, ask me for my picture. They say, I want to put this on my frame. It's perfect for Mother's mm. Day. I want to give this to my mom for Mother's Day. I want her to I want her to see the stormy man that I met. It huh. happens to me all the time. Yeah. Oh, and we should say that Aaron uh, got sucked into a book. Um, you know, they also have great privacy. You have complete control over who has mm. access to your frame. And the Aura app lets you share photos more securely than with email, which many other digital frames require. So people can't steal your sort of gray your grayish sort of uh, energy. Yeah, and the book is over 100 years old. Um, Aura was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. Aura frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A-Frames.com. Use code RIDDLE at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. I would open the book to help Aaron, but I don't want to get sucked in myself if, you know. Of course, no one does. Yeah. <clears throat> okay, and then I, I'll, I'll just go and I'll, I'll start with the jingle. Is that, yeah. is that okay mm-hmm. if I start? Whenever you're okay. ready. Henson shaving! You better shave your hair! How was that? It was pretty good. I, it's, okay. It was a little bit more yacht rock than before, which is actually what we're going for. Oh, great, because the the... The call, my call said Yacht Rock. I mean, that's why they, that's why you brought JPC in. I mean, I'm, I'm Mr. Yacht Rock. Yeah, exactly. And we here at Henson Shaving are a family-owned aerospace parts manufacturer that has made parts for the ISS, International Space Station, and mm. Mars Rover. And now we're bringing precision engineering to your shaving experience. Okay. Now, I didn't know that about uh, aerospace manufacturing and mm-hmm. uh, International Space Station. I'll give you a, I'll give you a jingle with more of like a space feel, if that's okay. Perfect. You gotta shave in space. Yeah. Well, that sounds like the aliens are singing it, and our uh, aliens don't buy our product. So that's um, our razor blades. Huh. Dang. Okay. Yeah. No. No. Good note. Good note. Mm-hmm. JBC razor blades are like diving boards. The longer the board, the more wobble. The more wobble, the more nicks, cuts, and scrapes. A bad shave isn't a blade problem; it's an extension problem. And we here okay, at Hanson di- solve that. Diving board makes me think beach, and so let's do like more of like a beachy vibe uh, for the jingle. Oh, Hanson shaving, shaving at the beach. Huh. Okay. What do we think? That was actually pretty good. That's more of a Elvis. Uh, it, you know, uh, just like Elvis in the fifties, I want to say mm-hmm. Henson razors works with standard dual edge blades to give you the old school shave with the benefits of new school tech. Once you own a Henson razor, it's only about 3 to $5 per year to replace the blades. Just like in the 1950s when razors were like 3 to $5 a year. And now it's yeah. thousands. Mm-hmm. 
And Henson Shaving wants the best razor, not the best razor business. That means no plastic, no subscriptions, no proprietary blades, and no planned obsolescence. Aaron, go ahead and tell us how to get those uh, Henson razors. Oh, she got sucked into an ancient sucked book of evil. To an ancient book of evil, yeah, so she's and not going to be She's in a world we can't even us. begin to imagine. Uh, I'll read it. It's time to say no to subscriptions and yes to a razor that'll last you a lifetime. Visit hensonshaving.com slash riddle to pick the razor for you and use code riddle and you'll get two years worth of blades free with your razor. Just make sure to add them to your cart. That's 100 free blades when you head to H-E-N-S-O-N-S-H-A-V-I-N-G dot com slash riddle and use code riddle. Okay, 100 free blades. Let me just do uh, another. Whenever you're ready. Another jingle? Okay, 100 free blades. He's the black hunter of vampires, and there's a hundred of him. Henson shaving, 100 free blades. So is it like Blade siblings, or he, he got cloned, or... I don't quite know how yeah. it works. <laughs> and we're back with old male puzzles. Male, M-A-I-L, for it's a mailbag episode. Uh, ooh, and what's up next in the mailbag? Here's a little riddle, and the uh, subject line is riddle, exclamation point, um, from Ty... Uh, Can you convey that without having to say that? I'm sorry? Can you convey the exclamation point without having to say it? I just apologize. <laughs> <laughs> You're so Canadian today. Uh, this is from uh, Ty. I don't know how to pronounce your a last yellow name. Yellow ribbon rather old, old school? Yeah, it's Ty A-Y-E-L-L-O <laughs> R-I-B-B-O-N That's pronounced Burrell. Z-U-N-I-G-A Ty's riddle is is this. If a guy has a bee in his hand, what's in his eye? Is this Guy Fieri? It's Guy Fieri. In his eye is... Donkey uh, sauce! <laughs> and I've read the riddle because it's on the same line. He's got a bee in his hand. What's in his eye? What's in his eye? I got it. Tears. Because he's, he's, he's got getting a, stung. He's, should I say it or should I, I say it? I remind you from the tears getting stung by a bee. Ooh. I was at a <laughs> wedding over the, the summer. I didn't know the bride or groom. because it Was, was it Seal my, and Heidi Klum? Yep. Were uh, you there with uh, Owen Wilson and Vince Vaughn? Yeah, I was crashing that wedding. But I didn't know anyone really because it was my boyfriend's like old roommate. Wedding. Wedding. It's his wedding. <laughs> I, was <laughs> going to, I was going to oh, break it up. <laughs> but I just wasn't trying to call any attention Girl. to myself. And I trapped a bee between like I like clasped my hands together to like look proper during the ceremony mm, and in the middle of their ceremony <laughs> uh, cr- trapped a bee in my hand and it stung me so hard <gasps> and I made a noise what and drew noise? attention I went ah! I went ah! like very loudly and I called attention to myself so I guess I I did get attention that day Un- to be fair you were stung by a bee yeah it hurt so bad but Aaron what, at that time what was in your eye <laughs> Tears. Because Honestly, her boyfriend was getting married. Because my boyfriend was getting married. <laughs> Honestly, though, this this would have been a, a dope <laughs> line to say when you got stung by that bee at this wedding. This would After have been the previous perfect. two riddles being as Ivy League as they were and hard, mm-hmm. this is a softball. Baby. This is a softball. It's beauty. Yeah. That's oh, correct. Somebody's, somebody's Beauty is a in bee. the eye of the beeholder. And I just imagine Aaron uh, getting stung and bit. Oh, 
Well, I guess beauty is in the eye of the wow. beeholder. And everyone at the wedding would be like, marry your boyfriend. <laughs> and then the bee flies in her mouth and she throws up. Yeah. I did have a bee caught under my bangs not that long, like a couple weeks ago. <gasps> bee bangs, bee bangs. Oh, baby, when she moves, she moves. She go crazy. Uh, I, was, I was like, there's a bee under my And I didn't know what to do about it. And then eventually I just went, like, and just Slapped it out of so my bangs. So it didn't bangs. sting you? No, it just hung out under there. Mm. It's kind of cold outside. <laughs> <laughs> Can we make an album cover for Ricky Martin's Be Bangs? <laughs> be Bangs, Be Bangs. <laughs> yeah, with brick on it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then put it on a mug and sell it at our store. <laughs> sure, why not? Oh, be Bangs. Uh, okay, this next riddle is from uh, Kari Carson. Okay. Um <laughs> <laughs> Are you saying Johnny Carson? <laughs> She's got like accents. Oh, okay. They or they have accents over the A's. Uh, so I think it's Kari Carson. I like two it. plus two. Kari the one. Kari the one. <laughs> uh, her name is uh, Sand. <laughs> Sand and the, the grains of hourglass. Uh, yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> great. <laughs> Kevin is a lazy scamp, as he himself knows all too well. He can't get a job because he's always half an hour late to his job interviews. In an effort to change his tardy ways, he goes to his mother, Susie, for advice. Uh, thank you, by the way, Kari, for putting the proper terms. Uh, knowing that she is very resor- a re- very resourceful person. This is the advice his mother uh, gives to him. Kevin, my slow-witted man-child, here's what you do. Every time you have to be somewhere at a certain time... Act as you would act if you had to be there a half uh, half an hour earlier than that time. The next day, Kevin has a job interview at 2 p.m. He follows his mother's advice, and yet he doesn't arrive for his interview. What happened? It's daylight savings time. It's daylight savings time. Is I, it really? I have no idea. I don't know the answer to this. Um, so the, the advice, advice is literally, every time you have to be somewhere at a certain time, act as you would act if you had to be there half an hour earlier. He went to an acting class. He's just acting like he had to be there a half hour. Act as you would act. The job interview, it it has to do with the job he went to go interview for. You think so? There's some clues on this one. Do we have the clues? I know it. Oh, Adel knows it. Ben Affleck shows up in Matt Damon's stead and pretends to be him. Affleck! And says, says, I'm Kevin. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Um, there are some clues. I can give you some clues. Well, I also, I'll throw out there too. So he's going to act as if he would need to be there a half hour earlier, which mean that he would show up exactly on time. Act as you would act if you had to be there a half hour earlier. I'm Kevin. I got to be there (laughs) at 1.30. I'm always a half hour late. I think I'll be there too. Kevin, you're really acting up. He's always a half hour late to his job interviews. He's always, that's true. So he's always a half hour late. And this job is at 2, and he doesn't show up. So he acted like he should be there at one thirty. was a half hour late. Eh. No. Yeah. I don't know. What are the Different time zone? It could be a different time zone. It could be daylight savings time. It could be like, the, you know, fall back or something like that. Um, he kept taking the advice, and he was there like 10 hours early. I think, yeah. I'm with Brooke. It could be wolves. <laughs> it could be wolves. <laughs> I think if every time he has to be there and he acts like it's 30 minutes earlier, then every, that's like a self-cycle and he keeps acting like it's 30 minutes over, over and over again, and then he's just there like 10 hours early. Can we see a quick scene? Uh, yeah. I want Aaron to be Little Red Riding Hood. I want Brooke to be the Big Bad Wolf. Okay. Um, in disguise, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Aaron, you're making your way through the forest trying to get to a job interview, mm-hmm. um, and the Big Bad Wolf in disguise um, holds you up. La, 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 
la 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 la. Cool, real quick. I want Brooke to play the Little Red Riding Hood. Uh, Aaron, I want you to be the wolf. No. This is a real shame because I was about to bust out Bill Cosby. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Are we switching? Are we switching? Yes. Please. You really okay. want us to? Yeah, okay. absolutely. Damn. I take your acting challenge as my acting challenge. Take your acting. They're floating. I'd argue that that's worse, Adele, but anyways. Um, uh, oh, and I'm, and I'm a wolf. Oh, yeah, nobody asked you, man. Oh, I mean, I'm a person. What? Oh, no. Because you look like a person, but you just said you're a wolf. I think that I'm a wolf. I think that I'm a... Um, what are you doing in these woods? Oh, um, I uh, going to a job, job interview. All right, we cut, we cut to the wolf. <laughs> My wolf. We cut to the wolf hanging out with uh, 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 her wolf friends, and all of the wolf friends have eaten uh, children uh, that day, but you have yet to eat a child because you keep blowing it. Great. Uh, so what's up, everybody? I mean, I mean, it, honestly, like it. It sounds like you're shooting yourself in the foot as soon as it begins. You have to say, I'm a wolf. You gotta hide that shit. Yeah, I mean, the whole. Like, say I'm a person. Actually, don't say that. That sounds wolfy as shit. I don't say anything at all. I just go up to them and just start eating them. <laughs> Cookie <laughs> Monster. <laughs> Cookie Monster. That's ruthless. Hey, hey. <laughs> now, we all invited Cookie Monster here because Cookie Monster's a player. Me you love. Know? Me love biscotti. <laughs> me love. Kid. Kid. Cookie Monster eats more kids than any of us, okay? That's my secret. That's why Cookie Monster's here. That's my guilty well, pleasure. Uh, Alright, well, I know that we're just talking about eating kids, but also, like, how do you talk to someone you're interested in? Like, <laughs> like what's your strategy there? Um, ask them about them. People love to talk about themselves. Mm, I'd rather hear from Cookie. <laughs> That's my brother, Dookie. <laughs> <laughs> my name's Dookie Monster. Like <laughs> <laughs> <I eat> that ass. <laughs> and, uh, I guess I... I am the only wolf here. <laughs> I, I gotta I'm a wolf too. Well, I'm a wolf. Are you? Because wolves wolf. eat kids and you ain't eating shit. Dookie Monster. I ain't shit. Wolf. I ain't shit. I said I'm Dookie. <laughs> I'm sorry? Dookie. I'm, fr- I'm from Canada. <laughs> we pronounce it Dookie Monster. <laughs> Is that why you're buried up into your neck? Adam, none of this would have happened if you had just let me be a little bit riding. What, 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 Sliding doors. I want to see a scene with uh, Aaron as Little Red Riding Hood and Brooke as the Big Bad Wolf oh, in, in disguise, great. of course. Mm-hmm. And here we go. And this, of course, will be the only take we do because this is the reality and timeline that we currently exist in. Mm-hmm. La, 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 la. I'm Little Red Riding Hood. Cool. I want to stop real quick. I want to give... <laughs> 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 I want to give JPC Little Red Riding Hood. Okay. Brooke, you're going to stay the wolf. Okay, okay great, ready? Great. Yep. La, 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 la. I'm Dookie Bob. <laughs> oh, why don't you come on in here, Dookie Monster? What you doing? <laughs> I'm just on my way to a job interview at a poop factory. Oh, that's super interesting. Again, Adol, <laughs> this is your fault. Okay, I want to see Aaron as Little Red Riding Hood and uh, Brooke as the Big Bad Wolf in mm-hmm. disguise, of course. Mm-hmm. And this will be the only time we do this, of course, because this is our current dimension and timeline. La, 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 la. I'm a wolf. 
and scene. I okay, so we <laughs> we are gonna move on uh, to more listeners Why? submitted <laughs> riddles and puzzies. No, uh, here's here's some clues. Here's some clues for this one. Okay. Uh, oh yeah, we didn't. Solve yeah, we didn't solve this, this at all. Oh, Wait, fun. what's the riddle? Light bulbs. <laughs> Kevin, Kevin does indeed follow Kevin. the advice perfectly, but perhaps a little too literally. This is Kevin James. Yes. Uh, Paul Blot Mark Hall. Uh, <laughs> clue number two. You really choked on that Cobb one. Cobblop, 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 The name of the original title of that movie was just plop, 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 plop. <laughs> plop, plop, piss, piss. Oh, what a relief it is. <laughs> it was fat shit ball fuck. <laughs> All right, let's see. Uh, clue two. If you're not listening to Till Death Do Us Blart, check out that podcast. Is there a real podcast called that? Yes. Wow. Uh, Kevin doesn't arrive too late or early for his interview. In fact, he never arrives at all. Clue three, technically, the only time you could decide to arrive at by following this advice would be the very beginning of time. So it was what Aaron said. I think it was what Aaron said. It's just that he keeps going back and back and back and back. Mm -hmm. Uh, The answer, uh, is that what we all think? Well, I think he showed up a half hour for a.m. instead of p.m. or something like that. Like there's some doof move. Given given all these clues that we just got. Yeah, the beginning of time is kind of like you're going in. On Kevin's a mother told him what we, that <laughs> whenever he was to arrive, he should act as he would act if he had to arrive half an hour earlier. So since he has to arrive at 2 p.m., he will act as if he would act if he had to arrive at 1.30 p.m. And na- and how would he act if he had to arrive at 1.30 p.m.? He well, he would in that scenario follow his mother's advice and act as if he would have to arrive at 1 and so blah, blah, blah. Um, Kevin so is right. stuck in an infinite loop. His mother's advice makes him constantly act as he would act half an hour earlier. Kevin has no way to decide on an arrival time going endlessly backwards. Unless you maybe count the beginning of time as a stopping point so his mother wasn't so resourceful after all chunts up with that oh she's <laughs> knocking in uh did you say that or did they she say said that? that uh and she oh and she also says uh hope you like the riddle and have fun from a big fan from iceland wow. so that's why those Ooh. accents were in her name probably cardi cardi snar carison and she also says good luck pronouncing that so i oh, fucked yeah. it up oh, nice. uh i do like to um if you will all indulge me i do like whenever there's a fan um of magic tavern i do like to give a little taste of chunt um, so let me just slip into that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, this is Chunt here. We don't want to hear Dookie Monster again. <laughs> Dookie. <laughs> Dookie rhymes with cookie. Dookie rhymes with cookie. Rookie Reku- Monster. Reykjavik rhymes Dookie with... Dookie Monster, Cookie Monster. Bookie Monster. Oh, Rek- Bookie Monster. Rex your prick. Thank you. <laughs> I guess this is a Barry Burry situation of cookie or cookie. <laughs> cookie. Cookie, cookie. Uh, this one is titled A Riddle from Ecuador. Um, is this person sending it from Ecuador or is the riddle from Ecuador? That's going to affect how I approach this. Uh, uh, her name is Maria Jose Perón Reed. What a fucking international show this episode has become. Wow, yeah. it's almost as if JPC picked these. <laughs> <laughs> They're awesome. Because of an international flair. It's like my whole brand. It's almost as if I have international appeal. Hi, everyone. I'm Aaron Keith. What are you, a banana? <laughs> Oh my. oh my god. Oh, I want to take off my skin. <laughs> like a banana. Like a banana <laughs> That's what a banana would do, Aaron. <laughs> and I'm Guy Fieri. Oh. Welcome to International Flavor Town. Aaron just took her headphones off and steam oh, yeah. came out of her ears. <laughs> and now she's laying down in a bowl with three scoops of ice cream. I can't do this. Uh, Cherry's <laughs> Jubilee. Um, okay, so there are two riddles here. Uh, the first riddle is one that we have already done. Okay. Uh, so... 
We did an Ecuador riddle, huh? It was the one about the uh, man who goes up uh, his building and presses the lower button on the floor because he has raining. to. Raining. Raining, yeah. Um, so retroactively, we're international. Yes, we're retroactively international. Uh, and the second riddle is, there's two riddles here. Also red? <laughs> yeah. It's the one about the guy who has the hiccups cool. and the bartender scares him. You fucked us. Uh, Ecuador fucked us. Uh, <laughs> well. Uh, also, this riddle was sent months ago. So we probably, but when they actually sent it, we hadn't done these uh, riddles. Uh, uh, thank you, Maria. We apologize that we're too good at our jobs. When is an Ecuador not an Ecuador? Oh, boy. When it's an Ecuador. Well, I'll well, see okay, you so you just, half you know an hour. You when, just belittled an entire country. When an Ecuador closes. <laughs> God opens Ecuador an Ecuador window. Yep. God opens a... Equine by cutting open oh. a horse. <laughs> God cut opens a horse. Uh, okay, so moving right along. Uh, this is from Ella Riley. Riley? Um, and uh, so the subject lines on these are always so funny. This subject line is, hi, how are you all today? Aw, hey. we are good. Ella? Fine. Pretty good. We're all great. Uh, I've got a few of my own original riddles for you guys. It'd make my dad, if you could try one on the day, show. Day. Originals? It would Orig- make her okay. a dad? So it either, it's, like either, it's either it'd make my day or... She left out like happy. It'd make my dad happy if you could try oh, one on the show. You don't need Does his approval. Does it give her dad's name? Uh, yeah, it's Kevin. Um, cool. So you guys ready for some of uh, Ella's original riddles? Yes. Let's mm-hmm. do this, Ella. My head's in the heavens, yet I'm grounded as can be. What am I? Stuck A in purgatory. What's that? A mountain. Stuck in purgatory. Stuck in purgatory. Brooke. Good blow job. <laughs> You always have to ground your blowjobs. Grab a piece of hard metal off the ground so you don't get shocked. And show up 30 minutes early. <laughs> <laughs> always be with a gentleman under six inches so you're not shocked. Uh, a tree. My head is in the heavens, yet I'm grounded as can be. What am I? Tree, a cre- tree is a good guess. Mountain's a good guess. I think those both work. Ella was going for something a little more oh. specific. Oh, okay. Um, more like a city location. That gives it away. Oh, Cloud yeah. City. <laughs> it's a Cloud City. Uh, Adel was right. It's Cloud City. <sighs> for a uh, while growing wait, up, I thought is? that you could... No, it's Skyscraper. Oh. Uh, when, if you like live uh, or worked in a really tall building, you could like take your cup of coffee or hot chocolate and t- put it out the window and scoop up some cloud and it was just like it tasted like a do you know why cream. do you know what gave you that thought was that somebody you told s- me <laughs> <laughs> uh we gotta see this scene. so that can't be true what? because you didn't know me as a child <laughs> how how old were you Aaron? uh oh probably till i was like nine so this is nine-year-old Aaron. Um, and I want you to be at school with with brooke and jpc mm-hmm. um and they're feeding you a a, a load of hooey Hey, I, I did your homework last night. Hi. Don't do that anymore. We want to do it. It's yeah. not a challenge if you do it. Thanks for Aww. nothing, Aaron. Stop I, doing that. I just that. love doing it. So so what, do you, what are we up to today? Are there like any play dates or for school? Or what's going on? I think that there's some things that you might be misinformed about that we could tell you. Uh, tell me. Yeah, we want to kind of clear some because you keep doing our homework, which is not something that we want. Yeah. So, um... You know how trees have roots? Sure. And they are they go under the ground? Mm-hmm. Humans have roots too. What? But you have to um, find them because they've been taken from you. Okay. Your parents usually hide your roots somewhere in your yard. <laughs> my, my mom and my dad hid my roots? Yeah, so you'll have to go home and dig up and try to find your roots. But how am I alive without my roots? Don't ask dumb questions. Don't ask dumb questions. <laughs> questions. Oh, you know what? That's, you know what? 
your roots are probably in a cemetery. Probably. So what you have to do is go to a cemetery and dig around until you find your roots. Great. Mm-hmm. Have you found your? Oh yeah. Your roots? Yeah. Oh yeah. Long time Long ago. Long time ago. Then why aren't you? How, why? Aren't, why can you move around? We're keeping them keep, safe. See, we're, we're keeping them safe. Keeping we them. cut to a therapist's office. Um, so that's when it all started, Aaron. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I. I like dug up a lot of bodies. Uh, dug up a lot of bodies. Um, I dug up a lot of bodies. You said that three times. Do you yeah. know what happens when you say I've dug up a lot of bodies three times in this particular office? While I get looking a session a for free. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> a free session appears. <laughs> so do you want to cash that in now or do you want to do a coupon? I'll keep one. <laughs> really? Yeah. <sighs> I saw um, two people in your lobby looked familiar they kind of looked like jpc and brooke They're just two people i went to school with it can't possibly be them though right? i cannot tell you if uh mrs bright and mr cohen are patients of mine uh that could be any two jpc creek are oh, sorry there's a body of water that runs through my office uh do you want us to carry this creek uh, what do you want? This babbling brook. Should we clear this <laughs> out of here? <laughs> brook, I need you. Brook, I need you to. Brook, I need you to wait your turn. You'll JP be in five Creek? minutes. JP Creek. <laughs> 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 I don't want to wait. Oh, that's gonna be my image of Brook forever. Aaron. 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 Yep. Um, after every session, you yell "scene." Or, I don't <laughs> want to see this anymore. Oh no, we're this stuck is, in an infinite Kevin loop. <laughs> this is real life. La, 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 la. I may be a protector, but I'm designed to strike fear. What am I? I may be a protector. I may be a protector, but a I'm a scarecrow. Aaron a got it. <laughs> uh, probably because she's from freaking Boston. Uh, I gotta see another scene. I'm so sorry, uh, Aaron. You're gonna be a 1930s Hollywood scarecrow, <laughs> talking just like you did. Um, and the rest of us will play casting directors. Great. Uh, next in, please. Hello. Oh, oh, Hollywood. What a beautiful place. You knew it was your first day here? Yeah, it's my first day in Hollywood. I think there might be a part for me. I heard you're casting the Wizard of Oz. Well, we are, but you're leaking straw all over the goddamn floor. Yeah, did you just eat? Because you're stuffed. Can we get you a highball? Maybe a pack of cigarettes? Maybe a a highball? Maybe a pack of cigarettes? I feel like you're shaming my body. You're making fun of the way I look. Well, now, that's a compliment at this era. (laughs) 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 We're all allowed to do that. Yeah, we, we answer to Howard Hughes, and he shames your body behind closed doors. I think I could be any part in Wizard of Oz. You just gotta give me a chance. Okay, okay read these lines. We're gonna give them to you right now. Here you go. Uh, and you were there? And and you were there, too. Okay, you're disgusting to look at. <laughs> <laughs> you're absolutely gross. Can you read for the dog? Read the lines right there for the dog. Um, woof, 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 woof. Hoof, woof. Well, the lines were woof, woof, so you fucked it. Oh, well, how about uh, I'll read for the witch, then. Okay. All right. Which witch? Which, which witch? The, uh, the, uh, the Wicked Witch of the West, of course. Okay, and here's the lines. And your little dog, too. Shouldn't okay. have aimed so high. Yeah. <laughs> I hate what you did. Why don't you try reading her dead? Why don't you try reading the lines like you're dead? You're like a drunk at a urinal. You aim too high. All right, what part would you like me to read for? For the shoes. For the shoes that curl up. The curled up shoes. Just dead witch. Here you go. Here's dead the lines. Witch. Too much. <laughs> too, too much. Too big. Pump the brakes. You go in too big. Those right, give me another to part to read for. Okay. I swear I'll get I it. I want you to read for the, the tornado. You are happy. Read for the tornado. Whoosh. Whoosh. Now hold on. Stop everything. That is the worst shit I've ever seen. (laughs) I hate it. You're fired. Uh, You didn't even hire me. One more part. Wait, you're hired. Okay, I'm hired as what? You're hired. The lion? The tin man? No, no, no. We've written in uh, one character who only has one scene. 
It's the wicked Mitch of the East. <laughs> <laughs> now this is someone. That's brother- about your born to play. <laughs> You're going to play a shithead brother-in-law who don't know nothing. Yeah, the wicked Mitch of the East gets killed by the monkeys. They eat his flesh. All right, how about this? I'm Mitch. I'm so tall. I am so kind and lovely. Wow, wow, wee wah. Wow, wee, 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 wow, wow. My wife. Can I please read for Dorothy again? One more time. Now, first you started out as a peanuts teacher. <laughs> Actually, will you read for the peanuts teacher? By gum, she's higher. I'm as strong as metal, yet free as a bird. Aluminum. What? It's aluminum. Aluminum bird. It's aluminum bird. Oh, Leonard Skinner. I'm strong as metal, yet free as a bird. Nelly Furtado. I wanna fly away. I'm like a bird. I ran into a window. <laughs> what is made out of metal but is also like a bird? <laughs> I didn't fucking bird. see the glass there. <laughs> Your glass what? is too right, clean. Right. What oh, is airplane, like a bird? airplane, airplane. Yes. Baby, what I wanna say is. <laughs> Brooke, you got it over them screaming Nelly Furtado at each other. We had a great bit. I think I literally said metal bird, metal bird, airplane. <laughs> we had a great bit, which is the song lyrics for the popular song I'm Like a Bird turned out to be I'm Like a Bird, I Ran Into a Window. We'll let history decide yeah, if we that were, was a great We were bit. here for all of that. Uh, but thank you for explaining <laughs> it to me. Uh, ancient knowledge few can know. In the night is where I roam. Fortune cookie. Vermin I snatch in my holy flight. None will beat me with my sight. Bur- uh, hawk. An owl. eagle. Owl. An owl. Wow. An owl. Brooke really knows her birds, and you said hawk and eagle. To be fair, I said hawk and stamped, out, stamped down my foot when I was incorrect, right onto Brooke's foot. Yep. And that's what, and she said, owl. Owl. Black. Uh, White. <laughs> and she said, sorry if they're too easy. Nothing's ever easy enough for us. We're very stupid. Uh, and that she loves the podcast. And Wait, is looking she called forward, us stupid? Uh, I called us stupid. Uh, she loves the podcast and she's looking forward to more episodes. Uh, what which was her also, name again? Uh, that is Ella. And as always, did she mention who her favorite was? She said, owl. Addle. Owl. Addle. Addle. Uh, cool. Um, there, there is one more thing that I want to do uh, for uh, uh, the show this week, and that is, um, it's not a riddle, but this is something that I, so we, I will say we get a lot of emails. Um, I've recently gone through and like uh, scanned through a lot of them, and sometimes people have sent us like um, things, uh, yeah, well, sent us uh, non-riddle like emails that have been lost in the shuffle. Oh, words. The, Words. Uh, so people have sent us words that have been lost to the shuffle. This was one of them. Um, but this is something that we mentioned on an episode a while ago, and I wanted to clear up. Uh, this is an um, email from a person who... So is this the first HR segment we're actually having? Yes, this is an this is for HR podcast. Oh, Great. I'm glad uh, no, this is this is a, a, a correction uh, slash a, a bit of additional context that I thought that everyone would enjoy, except Brooke. Brooke will hate this. No, uh, I love a good, well, <laughs> actually email. Uh, <laughs> this is a very nice well actually email it's not like uh either way uh the title of this email is master sheep are real in parentheses not clickbait so the you putting not clickbait on it didn't actually work because we didn't <laughs> click on it but uh but thank you and this person's name is like i'm gonna vitus mist agendatir uh this is a person from iceland did you just conjure a golem <laughs> uh i just uh, that email Vetus? that email and and the um and brooks response made me think of a riddle do you uh, want to hear it? Yeah. What's a mansplainer's favorite Christmas movie? 
Love Actually. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. Uh, this isn't a riddle, but I just want you to know that master sheep are, in fact, real. I'm from Iceland, and within our breed of sheep, we have a specific subset I of... I they said they're from Scotland. I- Iceland. Iceland. Oh. Uh, we're from a specific subset of sheep called Forstufi, or leadership sheep, or master sheep. Uh, they tend to be weathers, and they have a, very few, a, few, a few very specific traits. They lead other sheep. They're tall and lean. Uh, they're very intelligent and excellent sense of weather and navigation. Aaron, like you. Um, they've historically that pointed. They've historically, okay, pointed. They've historically been an incredibly important part of Icelandic sheep herding because there are many examples of Forstjufi saving their flocks from bad weather by navigating their way back to safety. Forstjufi, I'm pronouncing that wrong, refusing to leave the sheep uh, shed when a storm was coming, even situations when they saved the lives of humans as well as their flock. Uh, because of their leanness, they've never been considered good to eat, but they've been considered very valuable and important to have at least one of them so you can have someone to lead your flock and save it from danger uh there's less of a use for them now with technological advances damn you obama uh but they've been an important part of icelandic farming for centuries and they aren't any other countries known to have sheep who know similar traits sorry this is long and it's not a riddle i just thought it was an interesting fact i love that we mentioned master sheep casually and someone was like those are real master sheep are real i want our listeners this week to either make the cover or the first page of a graphic novel about a master sheep being a leader <laughs> should be halo based mm-hmm. master sheeping well my favorite part about master sheep is gordon ramsey oh Brooke. thank you for having me here Adel, open your wallet and give brooke a hundred dollars for that joke fine um, why are you opening s- my wallet <laughs> why is uh, your wallet in his pocket <laughs> i have that yikes <laughs> where are my hands uh brooke thank you so much for joining us uh on the, on the episode today uh do you have anything that you would like to plug uh just come see world news tonight at io theater on saturday nights um at eight o'clock and ten thirty. and then other than that um by the New Jackbox Party Pack 5. Uh, I also am a writer for Jackbox Games. So please buy that Party Pack because I wrote um, a lot of the content and it's real fun. What's your uh, What's your favorite of those Jackbox, ga- oh, Jackbox all, games? Oh, all of them. I can't. I genuinely can't I, because they, they all bring a little something different to the table that's really fun. I just played Drawful for the first time. Uh, I didn't and do I, that one. Uh, well, do not play <laughs> Drawful. <laughs> no, that's really fun. That's I know, a very yeah. fun one. That's an Arnie Camp original. Yeah. Is it really? Mm-hmm. Never mind. I'm glad. I, I hate that I brought it up. <laughs> I think it's also the most popular one. It was very fun, yeah. Uh, what's the... What's the What's the other the uh, Quiplash? Quiplash. Quiplash. I feel like is maybe Quiplash the most is my popular. Favorite. I've played yeah. that one the most. Yeah, I've played that one the most too. Quiplash. Is anyone here? <laughs> <laughs> well, I it's the most. Po- it, it, I don't know if it's the most popular, but it's the most fun if you're playing with people who are like fun. Because I've played with people where it's like the prompt is, "What's a like? What's something that you would have for dinner and feel." bad afterwards and someone's like too many sweets <laughs> You're like, what are we doing like, like people try and genuinely answer it like it's some sort of like i played quiplash a couple weekends ago uh with my girlfriend and uh my uh friend and Brag. his wife Brag. and it literally was it at her wedding it was at her wedding <laughs> it literally every other answer that everyone submitted had something to do with jpc's clown ass <laughs> and those always won and then when i started playing along and putting it jpc's clown ass mine never got voted oh, so. they could tell they, they could, could tell, tell it was it was desperation i want to f- for my plug i want to put it out there okay for your girlfriend mariah open invite to come on the show <laughs> and burn your clown ass <laughs> there's a tweet about this 
where you where she said she was going to burn her clown ass. Open invite. She would absolutely burn my clown ass. Oh. I've also never seen you and her in a room together, and I know you have a wig that looks a lot like her hair. <laughs> so I just want to double check. Well, I told you we can't you. be in the same room together until we're Christian married. Oh, uh, right. <laughs> and every time I see Mariah, she's always dabbing on the graves of my haters. <laughs> oh, wait, guys, here's Mariah. I think I see her right now. Well, hello. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Um, please go to T Public. Uh, search Hey Riddle Riddle. Please check out some of our merch. Uh, we have some some new merch going on, um, so please check that out. Uh, buy it for the holidays. Um, and you can also follow me at Adorify. You can follow the podcast on Twitter at Hey Riddle Riddle on Instagram on Facebook, and uh, of course email us. And you might be featured in the next mailbag. You can email us at. Uh, hrrpodcast at gmail.com and like I said you could also if you have fun Master Sheep facts email those in as well uh, we've got people listening from all over the world and if uh, we say some stupid bullshit that you have uh, uh, more information on we I, I personally love to hear Here's that stuff. Here's pie in the sky dreams like I don't know if this will happen next year I don't know if this will happen in 10 years I don't know if this will ever happen if JPC Aaron and myself could get sweaters knitted from the wool of Master Sheep <laughs> I will do anything to own that and have that story as I traverse the mm. world. Mm. I, I will also do anything for that except pay for it <laughs> in any way. Oh, God. Did I make it sound like I was going to pay for it? I just gave my last $100 to Brooke. <laughs> ching, ching. Also, when you said pie in the sky, it made me think of nine-year-old Aaron scooping Scooping up clouds. cloud for her pie. Uh, <laughs> can I have more clouds in my hot cocoa? Oh, Aaron. Get a dumb job. Fuck. What, <laughs> what makes me think of nine-year-old Aaron is my Twitter presence. So if you're interested in uh, the ramblings of a child. No, I was never that cruel. <laughs> uh, segue. Follow me at JPSoFly. If you want to see pictures of my dog Spaghetti, you can follow me on uh, Instagram at Shark Barkman. Uh, I will only ever post spaghetti pictures until I die. Um, Aaron, what are you plugging? Uh, follow my Instagram, Aaron Keith Ten. Uh, I thought it was sm- Smooth Operator. Oh, that would Smoot be really cool. Operator. That's not my last name. It's my cousin's last name. I only use my cousin's last name. <laughs> uh, and I'll post about shows and such there. <laughs> well, they're there. They are there. Uh, Aaron. Oh boy, I don't have any. Aaron. For this. Uh, several planets um, <laughs> have an atmosphere. Um, some have clouds, or what you would call Cool Whip. What's the biggest planet with clouds made of cool whip? A Jupiter. Bye forever. Jupiter, not forever. Well. That was a headgum podcast. <laughs>